Welcome to Mended Teacups. Molly and I are sitting with our cups of tea in our different houses because we're still under social isolation. Uh, Molly, what are we going to talk about today? Okay, well, we thought we would talk about one of our favourite topics, which is reading aloud to our kids. So, Helen, I know you do lots of this. So <laughs> tell me about kind of the, the read aloud experience you have as a family. Well, when even right back when I first thought about educating my kids at home my vision was sitting on the sofa with the kids around me reading to them I've always loved books I've always had more books than other people I know around me actually now I probably have the same number of books as other people around me because <laughs> I've met a whole load of home educators who love books so so I, yes my my vision of home educating was passing on lovely stories to my kids and I found a philosophy of education invented by Charlotte Mason which is very book rich and I found a curriculum, Sunlight curriculum, which is very much based around real books and children learning through real books. So most of my education of my children has taken place by reading to them really good live what they call living books. So not just a textbook, but something that's been written with a bit of oomph to it, a bit of interest, a bit of like the, the, the fiction to go with the facts. So we might have a spine book about history we're doing American history at the moment and then we'll have fictional books that will or, or even based on fact books that back up what the characters are dealing with back up what we're learning about in history so currently I'm reading a book called Little Britches to my youngest daughter which is based all around the kind of time of the settlers in America um, opening up the prairies and settling their claims that sort of time so and that which is exactly what we're learning about in American history at the moment I love reading to my children and we do quite a lot. So it's part of their education, but it's also part of now our family culture. And in fact, while we've been in socialization, isolation, oh, why can't I say that word? <laughs> while we've been in quarantine, in lockdown, I've actually been reading a book each lunchtime to the whole family. And that's been quite a fun, connected experience for the five of us to do together. That's been great. But you love books in your family. How have you been doing read alouds over the years? Oh, uh, before I tell you, I must just ask you, what book are you reading? Oh, the one for the family. Uh, we've just finished. It was called A Year Down Yonder by Richard Peck. Uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so reading, I think I was first inspired about the idea of reading aloud to children as opposed, because I always read a lot myself, but the idea of reading aloud to children years before, but way before I even had children, before I was even married, um, by a dear auntie, my dear auntie Aileen, who lived, used to live in Zimbabwe. She is Zam what used to be, yes, Zambian. And I was staying with her um, for a while in Zimbabwe and getting to all my cousins, which is lovely. And she, um, she is also an avid reader. Um, they used to do massively long train trips all the way from the, um, the Northern Copper Belt, which is like Zambia, all the way down by train when they're only kind of primary school age, all the way down to school, right down in, in Cape Town. So, or near there anyway, South Africa somewhere. So they had these massive long, uh, long train journeys and obviously they would read and she just grew up loving reading. And so, um, we just used to sit and talk lots and she, I remember her saying to me that it's so important reading aloud because you can always read above the level of your ability to read so your ability to decode you can read a, you can read to somebody above their level of decoding does that if that makes sense yeah. so um so for example if if a child can decode 
you know, Blighton book, say a famous five book or something, actually you can be reading a couple of language which is more complex and kind of richer um, to them that they couldn't actually read themselves. And so it's always, you can always read several levels up. And I remember that. And so when we started, even, you know, when the, 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 you know, the boys were born and I would start reading to them anyway, even before we started homeschooling. So I think reading has just always been something that I love. And I, I think it's a, it's a way of connecting with our kids, you know, whether it's snuggling up on the bed or sitting on a the milkshake with a picnic mat outside. Or, I mean, I guess a lot of it's just sitting at the moment where the way our family works is sitting on the sofa reading. And like you, as well as kind of bedtime story reading, we tend to do quite a lot of reading during the daytime. The reading is is part of the way that we that we do learning. So yeah, I, I love reading, but I think as as well as all the benefits of kind of language, which we could talk about for ages, um, I think it's also benefits of that. There's kind of like a connection, isn't there? It's it's a time that you can share something you do together, and it's just part of connecting with your kids. Yes, uh, definitely. And I think a lot of us know we should read to our toddlers, don't we? And um, there's a lot of good encouragement to do that. And you have book time at toddler groups and so forth. But I think fewer people get the idea of thinking about reading to their older children, and they kind of think, oh, well, our, our older children can read for themselves. Why do we need to read aloud? I don't know. What, what do you say to that? My my child can read to themselves. Why should I? read to them i think that it it's again it's about connection i think you know m- most with everything we do i think fundamentally of all the learning we do it's most important is about our relationships isn't it and, and building eventually healthy adults who can who can give and function really well and be the future leaders of our world why mothering is so important isn't it parenting is so important because actually we're the ones that are raising our future what our nation is going to look like in 20 years time so yeah so I would say weeks I'm going back again we reading to older children I think it's a lovely it's about connection it's something they'll do and it it is difficult sometimes finding a book which we span 10 years between the oldest and the youngest from the boy boy top and girl at the bottom so that you know that can be quite difficult to find something we do audio books quite often we listen to them at kind of like at meal times sometimes or in the car but I think that actually older children when um, I carried on reading to the boys at bedtime till they must have been about 15 and 17 I think and then I was going to bed earlier than they were so that stopped <laughs> but um, when one of my older son was had started at college and it was actually so he was off doing the daytime which was great it was a really positive experience college and um and the younger one I think you know was doing GCSEs and it was just you know it was quite just quite a busy household and that kind of 10 minutes before for that kind of that one year that I was still reading to them that 10 minutes before bed when I just read to both of them and I, I can remember some of the stories but actually whatever we'd read it was more the fact that it was just grounding us at the end of the day it was just yeah we are we're still family we're here this is rooted yeah so I would say that would be something for older children to keep reading because it, it connects you yes definitely and actually it's kind of the flip side of the you can read a slightly more complex book to the younger children similarly in fact an older child will listen to a slightly less complex book if it's being read aloud because it's a part of being a part of the family and so you can you don't have to be reading really intense deep meaningful books aloud just to get them interested I think I think you'll find and I think you'll find uh, the older children will be listening in when you didn't think they were (laughs) but but on the other side of that again 
another good reason for reading aloud is is to help those older children do to get into some of those more complicated novels my daughter wanted to read pride and prejudice and she was just finding it just a bit tricky to get into so i read the first few chapters to her and in fact i was going to read the whole thing to her but then of course she just got fed up waiting for me so she whizzed off on her own and she read the rest herself but it kind of just got I, I remember that happening when I was young I really wanted to read um, Watership Down finding it a bit tricky to get into until my mum read those first couple of chapters just gets you going and so even if you're in, in from that point of view I think read aloud is is good I do love reading aloud and I I know there's mums who find it really tricky for whatever reason so sometimes you just have to think well that's not not so much me but I think if you just try the children will enjoy being with you and enjoy listening and then for those for the rest of them there's loads of audiobooks and there's downloadable audiobooks and all sorts aren't there out there and I think that's one thing kind of for lockdown you know is it actually if you're struggling with sort of home educating your kids um during this time and it's something you don't normally do I would really really suggest finding a book or or sitting down with a story time and just having you know half an hour of story time a day and you'll learn so much and you'll connect with your kids as well and you can do it with different ages you know choose one kind of that maybe you know one or two of them might like um or one more than the other and if you've got younger children you know they you don't they don't have to sit still a lot of children listen better i've got two dyslexic kids and both of them have to have to move they just can't sit still and actually if you try and get them to sit still they'll concentrate so much on sitting still then actually they can't listen and so you give them some play-doh or some cars to play with or some coloring to do or whatever it is they like doing and they can be doing that while the rest of you listen to the story that's also a really good thing to do during lockdown and and choose a book and actually for for families who do read together regularly like Helen said it's a really fun thing to do to choose a choose a book well this is going to be our our book in lockdown and then they'll look back and say oh yeah I remember that time we read that book and you kind of link the book to the time to the season kind of thing so my children do that my children do that a lot and in fact it's incredible what they remember my daughter will say oh yes we read this book when we were on the way to so and so and really is that what we did oh she yes we must have read it in 2016 or you know 2009 or something (laughs) I I don't know how she remembers it but it's obviously part of that connection thing isn't it it's part of connecting with where they are what they're doing and for younger ones I think the lovely thing with picture books if you've got a few I know of course at the moment we can't get out to the libraries to get more which is very difficult but um you know pop round to mine I'll lend you a selection but (laughs) with little ones you can choose like a little selection that have a theme which is a lovely thing to do then you can be talking about um well you've been doing one about weather haven't you lovely really lovely one with and you can pick out all the picture books on your shelf that have got something to do with that theme or all the ones that have got something to do with uh, with cows or with dancing or whatever it might be and read a few in 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 a little theme and you you can get them play acting to do with the theme or whatever else other things can then and I was also thinking as well for families I think read aloud is great for those moments when everything's just getting a bit fraught and you can say okay stop everything well a friend of mine called it D-E-A-R time drop everything and read well that can be drop everything and go to your own book own rooms to read your own book um, that's quite a useful uh, useful tool at times or it can be drop everything and we'll get together let's come in I will read to you you come and listen while I'll read or you could even just start reading, couldn't you? And see as they gravitate towards you and listen in. I'm sure all families have those fraught moments. I hope it's not just my family. 
<laughs> no, it's definitely not your family. And, and I would also agree with that, that actually when it's 40, you sit down with a book, but actually and start reading that actually can be quite a good way of diffusing a situation <laughs> yeah it can just take you out of that time a minute and just let you find another world to go and find out about for a little while well i hope that you may have caught some of our enthusiasm about reading yeah for those of you who normally do this our reading families just yeah i hope that maybe you may be able to find even more time to be able to read during during this season um that is amazing how quick the days go isn't it at the moment and and for those not i'd really encourage you that actually it, it's to give it a go reading um during the daytime um and just see how how it goes because it is it's a lovely gentle way of learning so thank you very much for listening and be encouraged and we'll speak to you again soon bye bye bye